Snipers, you have to see what's happening to the Bitcoin price this Thursday. I've just arrived in the Czech Republic here in Prague, but I had to get this video update out to you guys as there's an emergency update about the Bitcoin price. Exactly as we predicted yesterday, we we're testing the $34,788 support level. But today we're going to talk about more macro analysis. And I just want to start off the bat and say the on-chain exchange flow there is still more Bitcoin coming onto exchanges. And when we look at on-chain demand side metrics, we are seeing waning demand for Bitcoin. And then the order books, if you notice here, there's a massive buy wall at the $34,000 level all the way down to the $29,000 level. I just wanna start the video off with this. And then lastly, the average mining cost for Bitcoin right now, around 34 to $30,000. This is an emergency update because not only do we have to look at potential downside scenarios, but I want to talk about the type of strategies that are best used during times like this, where we're seeing all of this mayhem in not just the Bitcoin price, the traditional markets. People are attaching this to narratives like what's happening to the Ukraine and Russia. I'm here in Europe myself. Realize that there's always going to be a narrative attached to price action, as we all know here on the Snipers channel. But just like yesterday, we predicted this move before it even happened by just looking at exact price levels, market structure, and a lot of on-chain analysis, four-dimensional revolving parts. So none of this has been a surprise for those tuned into the Snipers channel. Remember to smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm if you support this four-dimensional analysis and our content here at youtube.com forward slash snipers. But realize this, we talked about micro timeframes yesterday. We predicted the move to 34,788. Today, we need to talk about more macro. And so I already showed you guys some on-chain metrics. I wanna dive straight into the charts. And first and foremost, we have to realize that in the macro, we are testing an extremely important channel support. This was initially started here with the move down in July of 2021, where we bottomed out around that $29,000 level, and then Bitcoin eventually saw new all-time highs. But I did not get the support level of this channel by looking at that low. I actually drew out the $64,000 high and the $69,000 high to get confluence with these two support areas in which we were able to determine this was an extremely important area for Bitcoin. And that's how we predicted that we were gonna see this $34,788 level act as an initial bottom for Bitcoin, which we did take a long trade here for those inside of our Discord before we saw over 35% upside back to 44,800 to reject this area and to test this support for a second time. When you knock on a door for a second time, grandma is more likely to open that door for you. And so realize this, if we're coming down to test this area once again, and we look at what's happening to the S&P 500 actually showing in terms of market structure already a break of this previous consolidation low. And it doesn't even look like we're forming a lower low here. It almost looks like we want to transition to an even lower area. We have to address what the potential downside targets for Bitcoin can be, what the potential fair value is based on mining costs. And then we'll look at order books, talk about where the buy walls are set, the sell walls are set. And then, of course, on a daily basis here over the last five years, we've done a Bitcoin update on the micro analysis and intraday analysis. And so on-chain metrics showing over $100 million in Bitcoin entering exchanges. There's still some fuel left. So that's why we're going to look at some downside scenarios today. But just realize this. If we see a bounce right now, I just want to put this out there. 
if we can get above 36,500 right now, this is going to be the quick bullish scenarios. We always address the bulls and bears on this channel. A break back above 36,500 is the first checkpoint the bulls need right now in order for us to assume that this is the max amount of downside we're going to see in the immediate medium term, not the immediate long term, uh, but even in the immediate short term, 36,500 is the most important resistance level right now. But at this point, we know market structure for the S&P 500 has already shown that we have crossed below the previous consolidation lows. If Bitcoin were to copy that, where would the target be? Well, remember, inside of these ranges that we have on our Sniper's channel, these are the most important levels for Bitcoin. It's the red lines on our channel because these are extremely important weekly high and lows for uh, candles that have been extremely important for Bitcoin in the past. And that's why they're in red. That's how we get our important levels. Sometimes there are gaps as well. And so when there's a large range here in the Sniper's channel, I always tell you guys that the midpoint of the range typically acts like the first area of support. And then surprisingly, actually not surprisingly, there's a lot of order book buy orders and it is an obvious buy wall here all the way down to the 29000 to 30 let's say to $31,000 level. So what I would say is that at this point, if we start to see decisive hourly and four-hour candles break below 34788 we have to address a potential drop to the $30,000 level, potentially a little bit lower than that, to create some sort of a case for the bulls to have double bottomed Bitcoin. And I think that that would be the most likely downside scenario if we were to see a decisive break below 34,788. Why wouldn't the bulls want to make the case that there's going to be a double bottom? It's probably why there's such a strong buy wall here. And so that's the downside scenario that I'm expecting here in the immediate short term if we were to see this play out. Now, we can look at some of the micro time frames to talk about how likely that is. At this point, what I will say is this. On the six hour chart, we do have a lot of institutional sell pressure right now, breaking below 34,788. Matter of fact, if you look here, this is the most amount of institutional sell pressure that we've seen uh, since we initially rejected 44,800. And so there's clearly institutional pressure at 34,788. But we also know that this is where institutions began accumulating and we started to see institutional buy volume below 34,788. And so what that tells me is that this could certainly be a fight against the bulls and the bears. There's certainly going to be a lot of volatility here. Uh, and more importantly, what I would say is that if we can break above 36,500, then at that point, we could potentially see a retest of the monthly and weekly open at 38,000. But at this point, if we want to assume any sort of bullish strength in the medium to long term, we have to get above 38,000. It's a very important level. Uh, at this point, if we're sandwiched between 38,000 and 34,788, it's really going to be a bull and bear battle. Uh, but you know, if we go into the smaller time frames, we could certainly get an idea of what could happen here. Realize this on the three hour time frame, as much as we're seeing the type of uh, 
sell pressure that we're seeing. Uh, we're still getting indecision candles here at 34,788. Uh, we don't have any decisive candles that are bearish. Even on the hourly chart, I would yet to say that we've gotten any decisive bearish candles. It looks like we're still seeing indecision here on whether or not Bitcoin wants to bounce. Uh, on the 15 minute time frame, uh, we don't really have much decisive bearish candles below 34,788. So that's why we can't really look at the micro time frames right now, snipers. Uh, we really need to focus on the macro. And so remember this, I've been preaching this for the last couple of videos. In the market, there's three types of investors, long-term investors, swing traders, and day traders. As a long-term investor, when an asset is 50% below its previous all-time high, that's typically the time that it's not a bad idea to dollar cost average positions in spot for that asset. As a swing trader, we wanna take advantage of these large moves when we're moving sideways and we wanna take profits earlier, right? If we're not seeing a parabolic uptrend, if we're not continuing in price discovery, just like when we first came down at 34,788, if you took a long position here as a swing trader and then you took advantage of the 35% upside, you were able to basically take profits throughout this uptrend. It was very fast and it almost is, is if you're inside of an asset that's in price discovery seeing exuberant upside. Uh, but the reason that we're taking profits earlier is because we know we're moving sideways or we're not in price discovery. Uh, and so realize this uh, at this point with Bitcoin uh, testing 34,780, there could be a potential swing trade here. Um, when you see a lot of sell pressure like this, just notice how the last time we saw this amount of sell pressure uh, right around the start of January, uh, that was actually the bottom for Bitcoin uh, around the $34,788 level, exactly where we're at now, before we saw that 35% push to the upside. So maybe this time we see a 20% push to the upside before downside. And so as a swing trader, this could be an area of interest. Um, I think that it's a little too early to tell. I think that even if we, uh, if we can at least get above 36,500, uh, that would be the first sign that we could potentially see some strength here. And then if we do, we'll most likely come back down to test the 34 to $35,000 level. Maybe that's when we come into a swing trade, just not right now. I think that it's a little premature. Um, that's why I had to get this video update out to you guys. Uh, and, and I do want to mention that um, the other concern that I have when it comes to revolving parts is that the theory to Bitcoin chart is showing weakness, which means that we're still seeing fear in the cryptocurrency market. And that's affecting this chart, which factors in all of the altcoins outside of Ethereum. It's actually breaking down finally from this extremely important macro structural support that's already tested six times. This shows that there's fear in the market and that we're seeing altcoins come into Bitcoin to hedge. And so I don't think that the revolving parts right now are truly in the favor of Bitcoin. Now, another way that we predicted that we were going to come down at 34,788 yesterday, even though we were making the video while Bitcoin was sitting at 39,000, was because the total market cap had come and tested this macro structural support. And you can see right now, we're actually breaking down. So the same way that Bitcoin is at 34,780 is kind of like where the total market cap was several days ago, but the total market cap now is broken down from this level. But what is to note is that we've yet to breach the current uh, or previous consolidation lows. Uh, and so if we want to assume that the total market is 
following the S&P 500, we could say that there might be a little bit more downside here uh, unless we're not going to breach this low and we're going to see strength. I just don't see many revolving parts right now that are in the favor of that scenario uh, because notice how the DXY right now on the daily has a very strong bullish continuation candle breaking right through this monthly open. And so with the dollar strengthening like that, it's certainly affecting traditional markets, which is affecting Bitcoin. S&P 500 does not look like it's bottomed out yet. We have a whole day left here on Friday. And remember what we talked about yesterday with ARK Innovation ETF also breaking past its previous consolidation lows. The puzzle pieces just do not look in the favor of Bitcoin right now. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, we're seeing gold move to the upside. And for those inside of our Discord group, we actually took a swing trade on gold around 1780. Now it's hitting 1950. And we're starting to see institutions piling into gold, which is a more macro sign of institutional fear. And so what I really want to wrap this video up with, and I'm going to go have breakfast here at the Four Seasons. Uh, I just arrived here in Prague, but I needed to get this video update out to you guys. Didn't need the computer because this isn't a micro time frame analysis, is the fact that right now, we're seeing the tensions in the Ukraine and Russia. And once again, my heart goes out to anyone being affected by that situation. Everyone's going to want to attach some sort of a narrative to what we see with price action. And a lot of times those narratives, uh, you know, will breed fear or greed into the market. And so the same way that when Bitcoin was moving to the upside, we were hearing a lot of narratives about inflation and things of that nature. Now we're seeing a lot of narratives come on the table that are breeding fear. And so just realize that the narratives are usually never the reason that we're seeing that price action that we're seeing. It's, it's typically just uh, something that people put on the table that isn't actually uh, affecting the price. Uh, what really affects the price is the black and white technicals um, because there's always something that people attach to price action. Uh, and so at this point, uh, with Bitcoin, if we were to just take into account what it costs to mine a Bitcoin, $30,000 to $34,000, let's say, uh, is the hard cost for miners right now. Uh, we look at the buy wall here, all the way from the $34,000 to $30,000 level, massive buy wall there if we were to see sell pressure into those levels. Um, we, we, we look at what's happening um, to other metrics, if we even look here at the on-chain demand side metrics, notice that every time Bitcoin has been in this blue, it's been a time to be accumulating. The last time this happened uh, was when Bitcoin came down during the March of 2020 drop. Um, notice how we came down there when Bitcoin initially came down to 29,000 in July of 2021. Uh, we were there for a little bit right before the March 2020 drop. Uh, but that was still a very nice place to be accumulating around the, uh, let's say the $7,000 level. Um, and then another time we were down here was when we saw the capitulation down to $3,000 after the 2017, 2018 rally. Uh, and so we're, we're in this blue zone right now, which means that it's clearly going to bottom out soon. Bitcoin is not just going to capitulate down, most likely not going to come below its previous all time high with the 200 week moving average now above the previous all time high at 19,700, let's say. And so it's really a time that, you know, we can't sit here and become a genie and predict the exact bottom. 
Uh, but what we can say is that as a long-term investor in this market, uh, being patient right now um, and taking advantage of the days where there's max fear, right? Buy into the fear um, is never gonna be a bad idea. Selling into the greed, that's what we do during those exuberant phases. Uh, but during these times of fear where we know the market's breeding fear through these narratives, that's the time to be dollar cost averaging long-term positions uh, and then taking advantage of swing trades when necessary. Um, and then once again, I'll just throw this out there for those that short the market, it's not like going long. You wanna be in and out of short positions if you're on margin. Uh, is it smart to be going long right now? I think that it would be smart on margin to go long when we're seeing exuberance and parabolic rallies. Uh, but right now, unless you're inside of an altcoin that is a little bit more volatile, Bitcoin I don't think is volatile enough to justify long positions on margin unless you're taking advantage of really good areas of price where there's strong demand. And so there's a lot to say about what's happening right now, uh, but I think the main point is that we don't know where Bitcoin is gonna end up, but what we do know is that we're in a place that in the past, it's been a great place for people to have been purchasing Bitcoin uh, if it is an asset that they truly believe in. And it, you know, um, here on the Cypress channel over the last five years, we've always followed the mantra of being bullish when everyone is bearish and being bearish when everyone is bullish. And that has worked out very well for us. And so uh, I think that times like this where everyone is bearish, it's the time that I want to be extremely bullish. Um, and so with that being said, I, I do want to throw out a couple of things. I was on a phone call with Charles Hoskinson today, a great friend of mine. We were talking about what's happening right now in the Ukraine. Uh, quite sad to see what's happening right now in the Ukraine. It's 2022. This isn't the 1950s, 1960s. Um, you know, uh, so my heart really goes out to everyone uh, in the Ukraine or being affected by that situation. I'm actually in Europe, as I mentioned right now. Uh, and so Europeans have a special place in my heart. Uh, and so, you know, hopefully things there uh, get better. Uh, but just remember, these narratives are always put out there uh, in order to, to manipulate price. Uh, and with that being said, uh, I think I want to wrap up this video and have some breakfast. Um, but with the revolving parts of the market, I don't believe there's much more uh, that we want to cover here. Uh, what I will say is that oil is approaching uh, new yearly highs. Uh, I think it topped out over uh, $100 today, $100.50. First time, I believe, since 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so a lot of that has to do with the fact that Russia is the third largest producer of oil. And so that's certainly affecting oil's price. And, uh, you know, commodities are, are always going to do well when we're seeing fear, you know, it's, it's, it's great to hedge into commodities. That's why you're seeing gold move up right now. Um, and so we're seeing a very decisive break of gold, not a surprise. We sort of predicted this here in the Cypress channel. Uh, we, we definitely did. And we even sent out a trade entry around 1787. Um, but yeah, with that being said, Bitcoin, uh, not a surprise to be stalling out here. Um, if we were to see once again, a max capitulation downside, an asteroid coming and hitting earth, the 200 week moving average, always a place that you see assets bounce. And that's sitting just around that $20,000 level. I don't expect that to come up. Uh, but what I will say is to wrap up this video, I always do this on the Sniper's channel. And, and this keeps things extremely unbiased. The range that we're playing in right now, Snipers, is 34,788 as a support level and a resistance of 36,500. It's a very tight range, of course. 
Um, not like we always have on the Sniper's channel, but just realize this as well. If we see the candles get below 34,788, now the range that we're playing in is a resistance of 34,788 and a support of 25,880. And I know I'm talking about 30,000 as a potential area to find volume, but at the end of the day, I have to put it out as it is on our charts because as much as I'd like Bitcoin to hit $150,000 to $250,000 as soon as possible, this is an unbiased channel. We're gonna give you guys unbiased analysis. And so if we're below 34,788, the range support is 25,880 and it opens the door to that area. And of course, uh, being above 34,788, 36,500 is on the table. And so thank you all for tuning in to Sniper's channel today. Smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm if you enjoyed a little bit of the different type of update today. And if something does happen and uh, something comes up here on the charts, I'll certainly have another video out for you guys. Going to go enjoy Europe while I can. And until next time, Sniper's